Welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where the women of Marvel assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. I'm Adrienne Cowan. I'm the social media manager. <laughs> I did, I did not there, you guys. I, I can't even hear anything in the microphone, but now it seems like you're just. Sana has the chair that, that we call the sinking chair. The sinking chair. There's a ride in this green room. It's called a really crappy chair. Sorry, I'm just falling off. So why don't you choose? So I'm Sana. I'm director of content development. <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm an assistant editor. And I'm Judy Stevens, producer. Today is episode 70 of the podcast. What? What? Oh, 70? What a strong here. start to we're our 70th episode. I think we're actually 71. Nope. I'm really not good at numbers. numbers. They didn't hire us I'm waiting for Adrian to yell at me. No. Um, okay, anyways, today we assembled because we want to give you a crash course in Jessica Jones. It is Friday the 13th. Oh my goodness, no wonder it feels crappy today. Oh my gosh, that changes everything, yes. you guys. Thanks oh. for reminding me. Uh, and Jessica Jones is out in seven days on Netflix. Very excited Streaming all amazing, epic, uh, incredibly dark and serious. Adjectives, adjectives, go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so before before you guys get started with uh, diving into the Netflix series, we wanted to give you this crash course. But before all that, we want to caution you all out there, because most of this reading guide is for mature readers. So predominantly, almost all of the alias, when you look at the cover, it says for mature readers. So not really recommending this for our younger viewers. I'm sorry. There are some books that you can read that are Jessica Jones, uh, like New Avengers and some of the... Um, and Pulse. Isn't Pulse like Pulse a little bit more... Pulse is, yes. But the base stark. 28 yeah. uh, amazing issues of Alias is not for you kids out there. Yeah, so. and it was part of the Marvel Max series that came out. Do you guys know a little bit of the history of it? Yeah, the Marvel Max series. Yeah, yeah. it's it's basically the um, you know like the Showtime After Dark kind of brand. I think Showtime After Dark is just porn. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not totally like that, well, but it is, and it is adult, right? <laughs> but it's not porn. Just to be clear. <laughs> so what would be the? We are not Cinemax. making any references to Marvel and porn. <laughs> no, not at all. We should probably I'm Marvel legal. That out. <laughs> no, I think it's funny. Everyone they always try to get me to edit things out. And then I leave it in because I think it's funny. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Until we get fired. <laughs> so, okay, so I have a little written up thing about Jessica Jones and her staff said that if you can't read Alias, here's a brief uh, re- like understanding of who she is. So, uh, in 2001, Brian Michael Bendis and Michael Gatos created Jessica to star in a detective series called Alias. It ran for 28 issues from 2001 to 2004. The series is beautifully drawn by Michael and with covers by David Mack. It's dark and intense, but it has a unique look into superhero storyline after she is no longer a hero. And so as you read Alias, you'll you'll be introduced to her after sort of the uh, these chaos events that um, with uh, with the Purple Man and all these things of how she discovers her her powers and all these things. Um, but before she was Jessica Jones, she was born Jessica Campbell. She was uh, always been surrounded by Marvel's finest. Um, she was in high school with Peter Parker. She had a crush on Peter Parker. Ooh. Doesn't oh, have a crush yeah. on Peter Parker. Also, to be perfectly true. clear, this has nothing to do with the Alias TV show that Jennifer Garner was in. And yes. a lot of people get a little 
little confused. I actually think that we are reissuing a lot of our um, alias issues digitally under the title Jessica Jones, just so that the confusion, because I do think that happens very often. It's right. Like, oh, this is a comic book based on the TV show? No, they are two very different things. Yes. This is much darker than the TV show. Yes. <laughs> very oh, darker. Yeah. The show gets a little dark, but I mean, you know, they're just very separate things. Yeah. And it was just an accident that they were both called alias. And her storyline is very dark. So basically, um, when she was young, she got in a car accident with her family uh, where her father got distracted behind the wheel and drove into a military vehicle that might have had weird radiation material that gave her superpowers. Radioactive material. But in this car crash, both her mother, father, and brother were all killed, and she was left in a coma. Um, and she woke up. And uh, she found out that everyone had died, and uh, now she's an orphan, and she's sent into this home for wayward children, and then she's eventually adopted by a family called the Joneses. So she picks up Jessica Jones as her name and leaves the Campbell behind. Um, it's after the accident that she figures out she has powers, including uh, being able to fly, and she flies so high and so far, she drops herself into one of the rivers around New York City, and Thor has to save her. I thought that she wasn't very good at flying. Is, was that, is yeah. that the joke? Like, it was that she wasn't good at being a superhero, yeah. I think. is. But that's one of the reasons I love her, and Judy will hit upon that as she goes through the story, but that's one of the reasons I love her, because she's, like, a very human version of a superhuman. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I feel like if I were ever a superhero... I'd be very bad at it. (laughs) You know, I'd be, like... Yeah, I'd be on the couch... Like, you know, eating something and watching Netflix, and then they'd be like, oh, Sonny, you gotta go. There's, like, a fire. I'm like, ah. So, like, Netflix and chill, but, like, Netflix and, like, beating up bad guys. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I'd be late. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be late all the time. (laughs) Netflix is getting so much free promotion from Netflix and chill. I feel like that's, like, such a huge thing right now, and that was a total non sequitur. So, (laughs) please continue with that conversation, Judy. Anyway, Judy, tell us more. Uh, So, she takes on the identity of Jewel and has this amazing costume. Not Jewel the folk singer. No. Not to be confused. I just want to clarify all these things. (laughs) I think it is important for our listeners out there. Yeah. Jewel the folk singer. Would you like to give a comment about Jewel <laughs> since you've been doing non-sequiturs? I do really like her. And did you guys know she like lived in her car for a really yes, long time? Yes, we did. Everyone knows that. And she has like um, a baby now, I think. Yeah. Or maybe more than one. All right, Jessica Jones, go back. So she has this really amazing costume. She, uh, uh, I love it because she has neon pink hair. Um, does she wear a wig? I, I don't know. But anyways, in this jewel costume, it's a white costume with blue detailing with neon pink. You've probably seen it in passing. Um, she picked up the the jewel persona later on after all this when when she was um, when she is married to uh, Luke Cage. Um, but so little is known about her career. Uh, uh, but basically, uh, along the way, she is at a riot provoked by the Purple Man, who uses his pheromone powers to take control over her. And for months, she is subjected to his physical and mental humiliation, humiliation thanks all to Kilgrave. So, uh, and this is sort of... Um, kind of where Alias picks up, so it's after she's been, so she's able to eventually snap herself out of the Purple Man's control um, and, uh, and but then is attacked by the Avengers because she tried to attack them to kill them and then, but she doesn't want to explain herself she'd rather just run away and so she abandons being a superhero and uh, and being Jewel. Yeah, so basically she, um, Kilgrave aka Purple Man, oh, who I don't think is actually going to be called that in the Netflix series, um, 
but he made her do terrible things while while she was under his hypnosis, his pheromone powers. So he has the power of mind control and can make people do his bidding. So she feels she's just ridden with guilt and is just like, uh, nope, thanks, I'm done. I am not going to do this superhero stuff anymore. I'm going to be a private detective. So that's where that all comes in. And you can still see she's very moody and um, sometimes depressed and drinks too much and smokes too much. And they probably won't be in the Netflix series. I don't know the smoking part. But um, she is just, I, I love that brooding character. She's just, like I said, she's very real, and you see her dealing with actual real-life problems that would never actually happen in real life, but I don't know. That's one of the things I love about her, because she's very authentic. Well, she's basically suffering from PTSD, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that's the story, is she goes through this pretty traumatic experience, and is probably in denial for much of it and then channels her energies in like oddly very destructive and then also positive ways like she's she's constantly contradicting herself um and you know that's that's really where the show picks up is right after all of these experiences that she's had and she's trying to put her life back together um so i would say like for people who are interested in in watching the show that alias is a really great place to start, but there's so much else out there. Like yeah. it's it's not the one the one all encompassing story about Jessica Jones. And the one the one sort of um, because Jessica because Alias is a mature rating, it is not available in our digital comic library yeah. or available um, in the, in our store. Uh, you can pick up the entire omnibus, uh, whereas where I originally read it years ago, um, and it collects all twenty eight um, issues. And you can find that on Amazon. We'll have a link in the new story. Um, you can also find it at your local comic book store. Um, especially with Jessica Jones coming out, I'm sure they've ordered yes. lots of copies. Yeah, I actually just ordered the omnibus on Amazon, and it was available. They just did a reprint. So Also, uh, as an intro, uh, uh, Emily alluded to this a little bit, you can get a preview of um, Marvel's Jessica Jones in a digital form. It's available for free um, on Comixology's site, um, and you can go download it, and that's sort of the first sort of issue, a backstory into who she is before you start diving into the, the TV series. But... As Sana mentioned, there are tons of other comics that you can read that aren't just for mature reading. Um, after uh, Alias ends, um, Bendis moves her over to uh, this, sh- this series called The Pulse, which is basically uh, about the people who work on the weekly section, The Pulse, in the Daily Bugle. Um, and it follows her and sort of her... Um, her relationship with Luke Cage, who she is at at, at this point um, boyfriend and girlfriend, and uh, uh, there's 14 issues, and you can find it all on Marvel Unlimited. Um, and that's sort of like you follow her each week. She says different like storyline of who she's dealing with, and she deals with the superheroes sometimes again, um, and then uh, throughout the series, and then you you. She's always sort of with Luke throughout the time. Sometimes she picks up the jewel mantle. Sometimes she's just hanging out. Uh, but she, they, they have a baby, Danielle, um, who uh, uh, she. So they have tons of amazing superhero babysitters. <laughs> Think about having the best babysitters. There's actually like a bit with Squirrel Girl being a babysitter once. Oh, that's adorable. That is really a great. That's she'd probably be so much fun and so huggable. Yeah, you know, like you just also like in there. one of the strongest characters in the Marvel universe. What mm-hmm. a what a better babysitter. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, but you can find her in New Avengers, Young Avengers, Civil War, Secret Evasion, Mighty Avengers, all that stuff. She's always a constant support uh, to Luke. So the one thing I wanted to, to, to bring up was about Jessica Jones and how Andrew was talking about, oh, you love her because she's such a human character, human... Um, she she is one of those characters that we do in the Marvel Universe that we call like our street level characters like they are the ones who are experiencing the Marvel Universe from a very ground's eye perspective Um, and that's actually I think the the, the line that the Netflix series and I can't speak to this officially of course is is taking between Daredevil and Jessica Jones um and the, of course, and all the other plans that they have with Iron Fist and Luke Cage and whatnot. Um, and I love that's that's my favorite part of the the Marvel universe is the I don't know if they would be quieter, but the the smaller stories where you are interacting with everyday people who are affected by the Tony Starks um, and the Captain Americas of the world, but who at the end of the day are just trying to run their delis um, or trying to get a sandwich or whatever it is that people do on a daily basis. Do you think they're trying to run their delis? <laughs> yeah. So they don't run delis. <laughs> the runs the deli. There's some people that Ms. Marvel hangs out with them. She's Right now she's mm-hmm. actually combating gentrification because her favorite deli is being pushed out of business. So... There's the connection, you that's, guys. That's so truthful. Can I say Thank how truthful you. that is? That is truthful. Yeah, exactly. So that's 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 what our our, our grounds eye street level characters are all about. Finding gentrification in New York City. Yes. As we get priced out of our apartments. Basically, as we start <laughs> living in the river. Uh, but hopefully, uh, all of you guys are uh, looking into getting alias again. Mature reading. We're taking this as a. Don't give it to your children. Um, we just want to preface that with everything. But uh, uh, so we're super excited with Jessica Jones coming out. It is the second of many um, series coming out on Netflix. It's out November 20th, which is a week from now. If you guys have any questions about um, Jessica Jones, her backstory, or other books or stuff like that to read, you can always email us at womanof at marvel.com or tweet us hashtag woman of marvel at marvel. Uh, we've got tons of amazing podcasts up coming with Jessica Jones themed. Um, we actually just talked to the costume designer for Jessica Jones and Daredevil Season 1, Stephanie Meselansky. We had an amazing, like, almost hour-long podcast with her. We're really excited to show that. Look for that in a couple weeks. Um, plus, we're looking to do some interviews with some of the stars. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! So, um, thanks for tuning in. Um, we're sorry we can't put too much information out there, but we want you guys to, uh, when you first watch episode one, uh, dive into the mystical realm uh, of the streets of New York City. Mystical realm of the streets of New York City. Interesting. That was well formulated. But it's actually filmed in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. uh, which is really amazing. So if you live in New York City, look look for some locations. I went on set once. That was fun. I I got got to meet some of the, the characters and all I have to say is even like the supporting cast as well is just incredible. So there are going to be a lot of other stories happening. Um while, you know, not just Jessica's story, but there's a lot happening. So it's something for everybody. Yeah. And also next week will be our holiday guide. Um, we're super excited to uh, take on the holidays. I can't believe it's the holidays. But oh. but uh tune in next Friday for our holiday guide. Um as always, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add? 
now they're all shaking their heads. I was making a face because I was like, oh my gosh, we're already doing the holiday guide, but it was supposed to be an, an inside my head thought that got translated it came on out my face. face. Also, I already thought I had something to say. Well, it's also 70 degrees outside. Oh, oh yes. Is, also, they um, on Rockefeller Center, they're, they're already setting up the tree. I saw that. So It was exciting. For any of you who are not in New York, um, that's happening. So we're going to be avoiding that part of the city from now on. <laughs> we can't, though, because we work across the street. Darn so. it. Darn it. <laughs> well, but we're super excited for the holiday guide. Um, we're already looking at stuff that we are going to uh, purchase for ourselves um, or for other people. Mostly for ourselves. Mostly for ourselves. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. We will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe.